What's going on, everybody? Cronus is here. I'm here to talk about APP briefly before we have Ernie Hudson on our show. That's right. We have Ernie Hudson on the show. It's pretty awesome. APB is a show that's on Fox, and it's based around a character named Gideon Reeves, who's the billionaire. He's basically kind of like Tony Stark, and his friend gets murdered in front of him. Following that situation, basically he calls for help, and nobody comes to help him. By the way, he's in Chicago, and a place that's known to have a high violence rate. And so because he sees his friend you know, die in front of him, and he doesn't get the proper response that he needed, he decides to go to... Uh, the city council and basically see why it took so long after he hasn't heard the answers that he wanted he decides to just buy the district that his friend died in which happens to be the 13th district in chicago ernie hudson plays a character named ned conrad who's a captain well he gets promoted to captain of the 13th district after um, gideon reeves buys the 13th district and the current captain decides to not be on board with what gideon reeves is all about Basically, Gideon Reeves decides to upgrade the PD and give them all the latest technological advances, which is funny because this, these are all current tech, but they're not really being used with our current police force. So, yeah, there you, there you have it. A quick synopsis of what APB is. You can find them uh, following 24 Legacy each Monday night on Fox at uh, 9 p.m. Pacific time. And now, the interview with Ernie Hudson. Here we go. So we are here with uh, Mr. Ernie Hudson, legendary actor uh, from APB, Fox's hit show on um, Monday nights, right after 24 on Fox. Mr. Hudson, how are you, sir? I'm doing very good. How are you guys doing? Doing great. Doing great. Doing good. Pleasure to have you. Good. Yeah, we just wanted to... Thank you. Great to be here. Wanted to ask you about your role in APB and a couple other things as well. Um, you play Ned Conrad, who's a captain of the 13th District in Chicago. Uh, we also noticed that you play uh, a police officer in many films. Is, is, do you enjoy playing police officers in, in films and TV? Well, I enjoy working and making a living. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the police officers, uh, for whatever reason, people sort of relate to them. But, you know, a lot of hopefully my work has been more than, than just that. But... Um, yeah, no, I just, I like to work. And even though they are police officers, hopefully there's something uniquely different between, you know, each of them. Um, you know, right now I do, you know, the APB, I play a police captain, but on um, Grace and Frankie, uh, that is also out right now. I, I play a guy who's um, a farmer, and I do another show called Grades, and I play a guy who's sort of a Washington um, political fixer. So, I think the char- characters have been varied, but uh, but certainly I've done my share of policemen. Hmm. Uh, on APB, do, do you feel that the show is portraying uh, Chicago in a great light, or do you think they could be doing perhaps a little bit of a better job? Well, I think you know the show is primarily there to entertain, and hopefully, out of them doing that, um, some ideas or thoughts can, you know, um, come through. I, I don't, I think they're showing Chicago, um, in not a bad light, you know, um, there's a lot of really great things about Chicago and there's some really, um, dark things and difficult things about any, you know, big city. So but I think the show overall, you know, shows it in a, 
you know, in a positive way. Uh, I think it shows their problems. But I don't think you can take any American city and don't have more than its share of problems. And I think it also hopefully highlights the fact that uh, the police department um, has got to find, you know, new ways of addressing some of those those problems. That's a good point. What do you do to stay in shape? Because you have looked exactly the same since the 80s, sir. <laughs> yeah, is it a cream? Well, thanks. It, you know, it, it helps to look old when you're young. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but you know, no, I, I think um, I've been very, very blessed. And the nice thing about being blessed is the biggest blessing is knowing that you're blessed. A lot of times you look back on your life and you think, wow, that was a great time, but I wish I'd realized it at the time. Uh, part of, you know, I just think we really appreciate this enormous, uh, you know, blessing to be able to live this life that we we have. What an experience to just live. And, uh, and I think I've always appreciated that. And I find people who do appreciate it, uh, you know, it tends to have a lighter spirit because ultimately I think it's about spirit as opposed to circumstances and conditions. Uh, so much has to do with your perspective of those things. And I just have always realized that, um, you know, I'm not my circumstances and, uh, and that I am really, really blessed and, that allows you to laugh a lot. Nice. So, nice. Um, so I, I, I read that you were a former U.S. Marine. I, I am as well. Uh, how did you go from being a, a Marine to being an actor? How, how did that work out? Well, you know, I, I was uh, raised in Benton Harbor, Michigan. It's one of the poorest cities in, in the United States. Um, and uh, the city has, like, like I said, most cities have its share of issues. And so my plan was to escape by joining the Marine Corps. Unfortunately, I'm 64 um, at a time when Vietnam was just breaking out. And when I joined, I'd never heard of Vietnam. When I got there, I found out that we were uh, going to war. We were at war. And, um, but I have um, an uh, analogy to shellfish. And so after about 10 weeks, I was uh, discharged because of the allergy. So um, it's all over my uh, my bio about my uh, military time, but truth is I really wasn't there that long. Um, but, um, you know, but it was, uh, you know, it was uh, coming back from the Marine Corps and going back to that small town uh, was enough for me to realize I needed to do more and ultimately I made my way to Detroit and discovered theater and um, and yeah you know just um, was able to keep working I, I think I, I just I was so committed to to being in the military and when that didn't work out it, it just meant I had to find something that I could um, that I could commit to nice oh very good uh, going back to APB so on the show the people the 13th district they're able to use an app where they're able to just like call out to the department and they're able to be there within seconds do you think that app could really work in real life well i think the fact that we all have cell phones now we all have access to you know this new technology on some level and i think if we can make that available to people in the community uh 
as opposed to calling some number and maybe not getting an answer or getting an answer by someone who uh, has an opinion about you or judgment, uh, you know, and then waiting for hours, perhaps, if anybody comes at all. Uh, we need a new system, and uh, I think that sort of opens the uh, you know the ideas, the possibilities, and that's what I loved about the show and why I wanted to do the show is we have this technology available now. There's nothing on the show that isn't available right now. It's just that whether we as a society want to use this technology to, you know, to bridge that gap between the community and the, the law enforcement, um, that could actually make things, I believe, better. Or do we just make this technology available to wealthy people uh, on big corporations? Mm. All right. So, being a seasoned, not older, seasoned officer on APB, your character is a little hesitant uh, to technological change. How is that for you in real life? Are you on Twitter and, and all over the internet and social media, or what? Well, you know, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Facebook, and um, but I, I, I'm not feeling all that. You know, I mean, I'm at a point in life where I don't see the point. I don't think I need people to know where I am every minute and what my thoughts are about every single thing. Um, you know, I, I know it's it's you know it's the new wave and it's what young people are into. And I think the character that I play uh, feels a lot like I do. You know, he's a seasoned police officer. He's made his career being in law enforcement, um, but he also recognizes that some things are the it's just not working and we have to make way for the new and possibly this new technology can make that difference here's a guy who also lives in the community that's least served and so he knows the need for a change and uh, even though he doesn't understand and he's reluctant he knows that maybe it's time to sort of um, step aside not totally step away but step aside and allow uh, some young people come in with some things that even he doesn't understand. But he also stands there as a guard, uh, you know, with the old way, you know, they, there we have protocol for a reason and that stuff, you know, is in place for a reason and they may not understand it. So it's his job to make sure things don't get so far out of control. Awesome. That's great. <laughs> great answer. So you have a pretty long and illustrious career in, in Hollywood. Has casting or Hollywood in general changed over the years from your perspective? Well, certainly, you know, it's funny. We talk about Fox News being so conservative, which it is. Um, but um, it's interesting that Fox uh, programming is really progressive, perhaps yeah. the most progressive on television, in my opinion. I mean, you know, you get shows like Empire. I mean, all of their shows are pretty diverse, and I'm I'm appreciative of that. I'm really uh, so. Um, I, I take my hat off to them. But in general, there's a lot more diversity. Uh, I think there could be even more. Uh, certainly, should be more diversity, not just in terms of characters, but in terms of stories and storylines. But um, but it's it's certainly gotten a lot better than uh, than it's ever been. I think. And uh, hopefully we'll keep moving, you know, in that direction. Awesome. So I did a little bit of research online. It looks like you uh, established the Actors Ensemble Theater. Can you tell us about that and whether it was rewarding for you and what was what was what was the purpose for that uh, endeavor? 
Yeah, well, you know, uh, I left uh, my hometown after getting out of the military. I went to Detroit, got involved in, uh, I mainly got into college, and then discovered Concept Each Theater, which, one of, which was at the time was the oldest black theater um, company in America. And, um, and then uh, a, a group of us, uh, I was totally committed to theater, and a group of us, you know, we formed the Actors Ensemble because at the university theater and a lot of theaters in the city, um, they weren't doing black uh, projects, you know, that were uh, with work directed and for the community. And so we, it was a way for us to put on shows and uh, to interact directly uh, with the people that we were concerned about. And uh, it was very effective, uh, not just myself, but a, a number of uh, writers and directors. It, it was an outlet for us to do uh, the things that we felt were important. Wow, that's awesome. great. So you are one of many actors that are on multiple shows at, at one time. How do you manage the time between the shows? Have there been uh, conflicts of uh, scheduling when you're uh, trying to shoot? Yeah, there was a little bit of a conflict. Um, you know, we do uh, Grace and Frankie uh, in Los Angeles. Uh, we do Braves uh, in New Mexico, and we shoot APP in Chicago. So... <laughs> In addition to that, uh, you know, I'm tra- I travel around. I do some public speaking, do the conventions and different appearances. But um, you know, they they basically work it out. Uh, APB is my main job. You know, I say main job because the other one is really paying me. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? So we got to get real. Like, okay, this this takes number one. But um, but they you know they'll usually try to work it out and. Fortunately, we do Grace and Frankie. That's one with Jane Fonda and, um, and Lily Tomlin. We oh. shoot that from March until August. If uh, APB gets picked up, it's from um, August until uh, around uh, February. So that you know, the dates work out pretty well. Graves um, uh, will shoot um, from well, sometimes starting in May. So. It all depends on, uh, but they'll try to work with each other. And, you know, the way TV is shot now, you're not shooting every single day. So they'll, they'll, they've been very, um, you know, very uh, cooperative in terms of making sure that uh, you can get where you need to be. You are the hardest working man in Hollywood, just so you know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, you want to keep busy and you want to keep moving because once you sit down, you know, you're not really sure you can get back up again. So, <laughs> I'm up and moving. You know, I uh, I see a lot of my friends now who, uh, you know, they ain't moving so fast anymore. But, uh, but you know, God is good and I feel blessed and I'm able to do, you know, I, I'm not feeling any kind of, uh, you know, limitation. And um, I just enjoy I, I don't worry so much as long as I'm on top of it. It's when suddenly, you know, I feel like it's on top of me. That's when it becomes a problem. Yeah. yeah. All right, we're going to wrap this up pretty soon, but I have uh, one final question that I'll be remiss if I didn't ask. Um, how was it working on Oz? It's probably one of the more iconic uh, shows ever to be on television. I mean, when it came out, nobody saw anything like it. So uh, what was your experience like to work on Oz? And then what was it like also to see all these actors really make their, like, that's really where they kind of cut their teeth was that show, and they really blew up after that. Yeah, Oz was, um, you know, I'd I, I love uh, having had the opportunity to work on it. I will say, 
it was probably the best ensemble uh, group of people I've ever worked with. I mean, those guys really were committed, and everybody showed up, um, you know, willing to do this work. And at the time, certainly on TV, it, it was, you know, uh, groundbreaking. Um, and I think it just made a lot of people aware of uh, the insanity of the, you know, you know prison system. Um it's good to see a lot of the actors move on to do, you know, other things. I can't honestly say that I've gotten a job as a result of it, not one that I'm aware of anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was fun to be a part of, and it was really uh, fun to work with some some really good, talented, uh, talented actors. That's um, awesome. But I, I think, for me, the difference in Oz was it kind of showed... Uh, some of the problems, even though, you know, they, they were sort of exaggerated, but just some of the, the problems with the system. Whereas I felt the reason for wanting to do APB is it it maybe showed some of the possibilities hmm. of what could happen. And that's for me, was more important or is more important. Awesome. You are legendary, sir. Thank you so much. Ernie Hudson. We have been watching you literally since we were children yeah. and loving all, all of your roles. So this is a huge accomplishment. Yeah. And thank you so much well, for your time. You, I, you know, I appreciate you guys. I appreciate you taking the time. And, you know, I just say to people, if you like APB, let Fox know. Hopefully we'll get a chance to do more. But, uh, but I just really appreciate you guys, um, you know, just taking the time and, and recognizing the work. It means a lot to me. Oh, thank you. Thank and you. APB is excellent. It, it is, is a great show. It's- Great. Thanks. All right. Have a good day. Have Have a wonderful one. Bye. All right. That's it. That wraps our interview with Ernie Hudson. It's pretty awesome. You can find Ernie Hudson on Twitter at Ernie underscore Hudson and on Facebook at Ernie Hudson Official. And again, you can find APB on Monday nights after 24 Legacy on Fox at 9 p.m. Pacific time. You can also find Grace and Frankie on Netflix and Grays on Epics.